hands in her lap. She was dressed in black, and her head was wrapped in a piece of old black lace which showed no hair. My emotion keeping me silent, she spoke first, and the remark she made was exactly the most unexpected. Our house is very far from the center, but the little canal is very comilfo. It's the sweetest corner of Venice, and I can imagine nothing more charming, I hastened to reply. The old lady's voice was very thin and weak, but it had an agreeable, cultivated murmur, and there was wonder in the thought that the individual note had been in Geoffrey Aspern's ear. Please do sit down there. The chair she pointed to was at a certain distance. I took possession of it, telling her that I was perfectly aware that I had not been properly introduced and could only throw myself upon her indulgence. Perhaps the lady I had had the honor of seeing the day before would have explained to her about the garden. I could give her my word of honor that I was a most respectable, inoffensive person and that as an inmate they would be barely conscious of my existence. Moreover, I should be delighted to give her references, guarantees, they would be of the very best, both in Venice and in England as well as in America. She listened to me in perfect stillness, and I felt that she was looking at me with great attention, though I could see only the lower part of her bleached and shriveled face. She was silent a little after I had ceased speaking. Then she inquired, If you are so fond of a garden, why don't you go to terra firma, where there are so many far better than this? Oh, it's the combination, I answered, smiling, and then with rather a flight of fancy. It's the idea of a garden in the middle of the sea. It's not in the middle of the sea. You can't see the water. I stared a moment, wondering whether she wished to convict me of fraud. Can't see the water? Why, dear madam, I can come up to the very gate in my boat. She said vaguely in reply to this, Yes, if you have got a boat. I haven't any. It's many years since I have been in one of the gondole. Let me assure you of the pleasure with which I would put mine at your service, I exclaimed. She gave me no thanks for my somewhat extravagant offer, but remarked that the lady I had seen the day before was her niece. She would presently come in. She had asked her to stay away a little on purpose, because she herself wished to see me at first alone. I went so far as to say that I should be delighted to see her companion again. She had been so very courteous to me, considering how odd she must have thought me. A declaration which drew from Miss Bordereau another of her whimsical speeches. She has very good manners. I bred her up myself. I don't care who you may be. I don't want to know. It signifies very little today. This had all the air of being a formula of dismissal. Therefore I was all the more surprised when she added, with her soft, venerable quaver, You may have as many rooms as you like, if you will pay a good deal of money. I hesitated but for a single instant, long enough to ask myself what she meant by this condition. First it struck me that she must have really a large sum in her mind. Then I reasoned quickly that her idea of a large sum would probably not correspond to my own. I replied, I will pay with pleasure and, of course, in advance, whatever you may think is proper to ask me. Well, then, a thousand francs a month, she rejoined instantly. 
The sum she had mentioned was, by the Venetian measure of such matters, exceedingly large. There was many an old palace and an out-of-the-way corner that I might on such terms have enjoyed by the year. But so far as my small means allowed, I was prepared to spend money, and my decision was quickly taken. I would pay her with a smiling face what she asked, but in that case I would give myself the compensation of extracting the papers from her for nothing. Moreover, if she had asked five times as much, I should have risen to the occasion. So odious would it have appeared to me to stand chaffering with Aspirin's Juliana. I assured her that her views perfectly met my own, and that on the morrow I should have the pleasure of putting three months' rent into her hand. Our little bargain was just concluded when the door...